Hello, and thanks for listening once again to another podcast by Touchstone Financial Education. My name is Elliot Cox, and today we are going to be talking about technical analysis. This is the second in this series, and I haven't recorded in a few weeks. I was waiting to see what was going to happen with the Fed and then some inflation numbers, etc., see if there's anything that I can value add to these podcasts relative to what's going on. But I'll tell you, I'm going to continue with technicals today, and we will get into a little bit of the Fed speak on my next podcast, which I will record in about a week or so. And I'm also going to include something on bonds. A few episodes ago, I decided to put bonds off to the side, but I do believe this is a good time to pick that up just because of what's going on in the economy. Now, back to today. So again, Technicals are a way of looking at stocks or picking stocks using charts and volume. Okay, that's really it. All right, and so in the first episode in this series, we looked at a logarithmic scale as opposed to candlesticks. Nothing wrong with candlesticks. I just learned how to look for patterns using logarithmic scale, so that's what I'm going to stick to for today. Also, I have to stress this, and I did this on the last podcast. This is for short-term plays. This is for trading stocks. Now, not day trading or swing trading, but generally speaking, we're looking at a much shorter window. Maybe, you know, if you want to think of it this way, one day on up to a few months. All right. So if you're looking for information on a buy and hold strategy or using mutual funds or ETFs, which I've also spoken about in my podcasts, please see some of my previous podcasts to go ahead and get the information on that. Again, this is more of a short-term play. And given the volatility, it seemed appropriate because there might be opportunities where, hey, earnings, maybe a material change in a company, whatever the case may be, we're looking for a pop in a position that we have been hopefully following for a while. So we've got a watch list. Now we're looking to get in or possibly get out. And how do we do that? Well, we can use technical analysis to help us with that. All right. Oh, and before I continue, shout outs to all of my international listeners once again. I truly appreciate it. And I'm going to add China to the list now. So someone from China is listening. Thank you very much for taking time out of your busy schedule to listen to this podcast. Again, Touchstone Financial Education. And my name is Elliot. And I can be found on LinkedIn and also, my website, touchstonefinancialeducation.com. All right. So, the first thing that I'd like to discuss today is the 20 day moving average or simple moving average. Sometimes you'll notice that it's stated in its acronym SMA, simple moving average. And all that means is the price of the stock can be tracked over a 20 day period using a scale. In this case, again, logarithmic. It could also be traced via candlesticks, but we're using logarithmic scales today. And the reason we're interested in a 20-day moving average is we want to get the short-term direction of a position. I want to go ahead and jump into a stock. Okay, well, how can I do that? If I'm using a 20-day moving average, I can look for patterns within a 20-day window along with volume indicators because... These simple moving averages work in conjunction with volume. For example, if you notice that a stock has a certain amount of trades per day, and we can see this by 
opening up a chart within our portal, like a Schwab, a TD Ameritrade, E-Trade, whatever, okay, you can look at a chart and add volume to the bottom of the chart, and you get an idea of how many shares are traded per day. The volume component is usually stated in a bar graph. So obviously, the more or the longer the bars are on the bar graph, the higher the volume, which that indicates conviction. All right, so if we're looking at a position, we notice that volume is higher than normal. Maybe there was a material event to the company, something was going on in the market, whatever it may be. We will use that in conjunction with the 20-day moving average. Now, if you're looking to buy the position and go long, all right, meaning I want to buy it at three and sell it at seven, then we want to find a stock that is trading at or slightly above that 20-day moving average. Something is causing it to pop, okay? That's our entry point. That's the basics of looking at a scale and using a short, simple moving average, all right? The further out we go, meaning we have a 20-day, which is very short. We have a 40, a 50, and even a 200-day moving average. But in this case, with the 20-day, and I'm going to also include here the 40-day, we'll get that near-term direction that helps us make a decision. Now, this doesn't necessarily mean that we go ahead and pull the trigger, but this might mean that, hey, here's a position that is getting ready for us to go ahead and execute a trade, buy the position, all right, and keep an eye on it for the short term. Again, we're not here to buy this for a year or two years. This is not a buy and hold. This is a short-term strategy. So if you found a position and it's trading slightly above its 20-day moving average, on higher than average volume, that might be something to go ahead and take a look at. And to remove the emotion from executing that trade, from placing that trade, go ahead and use stop and limit orders. And I've talked about those in previous podcasts as well. It's just a good way to help take emotion out of buying and selling, which I'll get to in a second, uh, the positions that you're interested in. All right. Now, once we've pulled the trigger, once we bought the position, how long do we hold it? The 20-day moving average is not necessarily a window in terms of length of time we hold the position. What we have to do is set a sell target, all right? So we're just using these simple moving averages right now on the shorter end of the scale, 20 days and, of course, 40 days. We're using these to indicate when to get in or when to get out, all right? But the real work is on setting that sell target whether it is to the upside or to the downside. So if we want to buy something in three, sell it at seven. Your sell target is seven. You can put in a limit order or a stop order and have your order executed. Now, this is very common. We get into a position and it's working as we expected. We're feeling good and we're thinking it's going to go past our sell target. And it just might do that. Wonderful. I think that's that's great. However, that is not a strategy around short-term stock trading. Always set a sell target. So if we sold it at 7, but it went to 11, don't kick yourself because what you set up actually worked. And more often than not, you will be successful at trading stocks by sticking to your sell target. Now, what if it didn't work out? What if it went to the downside? Guess what? We got to set a sell target on the downside as well. And when I first got into trading stocks, this was years ago, I read a book called Winning on Wall Street by a gentleman uh, named Marty Zweig. And this book was first published in the late 80s. 
and he set sell targets at 25% on the upside and 7% on the downside. And he used to be on a TV show called Wall Street Week with Louis Rukeyser, for those of you who are old enough to remember. This is long before CNBC and Bloomberg Channel and all those. Okay, so this is kind of an old school approach. Now, you don't have to use the 25% or 7% model, but whatever it is you decide to establish as a sell target, again, on the upside as well as the downside, you will mitigate your risk and you will profit from using those more than just allowing a position to get away from you. Because if it gets away from you, meaning it passed your sell target, you didn't sell, especially for those who are tech investors this last year and a half or so, actually I should say since March of 21, you know, you're underwater by quite a bit and that trade became a buy and hold and you are in the red or negative territory. So to minimize that, again, we wanna stick to those sell targets and we set the sell targets even before we place the trade, all right? So we're looking at a 20-day moving average to get a short-term indication of where a stock is going. Hopefully it's trading on higher than average volume. Again, maybe tied to a material event to the company, something like an earnings report, a change in management, a new product. Apple came out with the i7, or excuse me, the i7. Yeah, what is this, like 15 years ago? Um, they came out with the, uh, the new phone, the 14, right? When we are in the midst of a bull market, that would be a good pop for Apple stock. And we might be able to look at some short-term indicators like that 20-day or 40-day higher than average volume. And we're going to say, hey, because of this product launch, we're going to go ahead and buy the stock. That didn't necessarily happen this time because of the environment we're in. We are in a bear market this year and have been since the beginning of the year or technically November of last year. So sometimes these things don't work which is why you constantly have to watch. You have to be vigilant if you're looking for short-term indicators to get in and ultimately get out of a stock. Another thing that you might want to uh, incorporate into your shorter-term analysis, your technical analysis, are patterns. Now, it's difficult to discuss or describe patterns via the podcast, as I set up my YouTube channel, and I'll be using heads-up displays and things like that so we can take a look, but there are patterns in stock charts that you can also use, and some of the common ones are like a teacup or a W or a head and shoulders. These are old-school patterns that you couple with the simple moving average approach to determine when to get in or get out. But again, I have to stress that we still use sell targets, okay, because as old as some of these patterns are, and they, they still kind of work, um, you're not going to necessarily hit 100% of your trades as successful. So you have to remain vigilant, especially again on the shorter end of the trading scale. All right. And I'd also like to stress for those of you who are using more sophisticated platforms like E-Trade, like TD Ameritrade, like Charles Schwab, you know, incorporate some of those volume indicators into your analysis as well, like Bollinger's. And there are other volume moving averages that are represented by lines across a volume chart. Again, that bar graph to show you when volume is spiking so that you can take a look at the fundamentals or news around a position to see why it is spiking. That's also helpful as well. All right. One more time now, and you're probably tired of hearing this. This is for short-term trading only. This is not buy and hold analysis. This isn't a buy and hold strategy. 
These things can be done in your retirement accounts, but generally speaking, this is for your taxable investing account only. We don't want to go ahead and mess around with our retirement, our long-term money, money we can't touch until we're 59 and a half with many of these strategies. Just because it's, it's extremely volatile and the potential for loss is much greater than a buy and hold strategy using index funds, etc. cetera, uh, and our IRAs, individual retirement accounts, as well as our employer-sponsored retirement accounts. So just be a little leery. Um, it is fun. It's interesting to watch stocks through their stock patterns relative to the news as well as the overall markets. And please use these shorter-term indicators. Again, 20-day, that just gives you an average price of the stock over a 20-day window, or a 40-day, again, same thing, an average over 40 days, all right, which kind of sets up a, a six-week trading window, which is also very traditional. And then we want to set up those sell targets. Today's podcast is going to be a little short. Again, I got to stress, this is the shorter end of the trading spectrum. And by the way, everything that I've been discussing in this podcast and the previous one goes to something we call conviction, okay? And conviction means that a stock has a direction, and that's really what we're looking for. We're looking for conviction of a stock or maybe a position we've already taken. Is it going up? Is it going down in the near term, all right? Can't rely on some of these metrics past that 20-day and 40-day by design because it's just too many variables in the market. For example, housing numbers today, inflation, the Fed hiking interest rates as of yesterday. So when we're keeping it to 20 to 40 day, ultimately what we're doing is minimizing the number of variables that we have to use in our analysis, in and out. That is all we are after, all right? So at some point, uh, and actually, you know what I'm gonna do? Not the next podcast, but the one following, I'm going to get back to stock fundamentals. And the reason I'm going to switch gears here is because the volatility is racking the markets right now. And I want to review more of a buy and hold strategy. I know a lot of people are soured on the markets right now. They don't ever think it's going to come back, but it always does. All right. So these previous two podcasts, or I should say the previous podcast and this one is for you experienced investors looking to make some short term money. All right. We're going to review the buy and hold strategies for everybody else. And then I'm also going to include information on bonds, not bond trading, but bond investing or how bonds work, because I think it's very important right now in an environment where interest rates are going up, inflation is high, a lot of people have been interested in things like the I-bonds. How do they actually work? What is a bond? So we will cover that in the next podcast. So I'm going to circle back to bonds. We're going to abandon stocks for a bit so that you get more of a well-rounded approach to investing. So we've gone through fundamentals. We've gone through retirement planning and asset allocation. We've done a little bit on technicals. Please rely on your platform to help you visualize some of what I've discussed here today. 20-day, 40-day moving average, volume as an indicator, conviction, etc. All right. We are going to get back to the other stuff. Thank you for listening once again. Like I said, this one's a little bit shorter today just because I wanted to finish up what I started last time, and I will not wait as long to post my next podcast. Again, I was waiting for some fundamental news, guys, to be honest. So anyway, thank you for listening once again. My name is Elliot Cox. 
I can be found on LinkedIn as well as my website, touchstonefinancialeducation.com. And if you have any comments, questions, you know, uh, leave me some comments or questions and please follow and like the podcast. Thank you very much and have a good day.